Hi there everyone, welcome to the weekly wrap, the final version of 2017. So what's in store for you today? We'll have a look at what's going on with tax cuts over in Washington. We'll have a look at some of the latest developments related to Brexit and we will look ahead into 2018. So global risk assets continue to trend upward, helped by buoyant economic data, strong corporate earnings and still careful central banks. But Tax cuts in the U.S. are an area of concern. Chances last week looked very good, but now there is an added sense of urgency thrown into the process and investors have grown a little bit more wary. Why so? Well, last week there was a special Senate election in Alabama and the Republican candidate lost, meaning the Republicans will lose a seat in the Senate. And worth bearing in mind here is that they need every seat that they can get, given that the margins are so Thin. Thus, the pressure is on and lawmakers in Congress will have to get this over the line before the holiday season starts, which essentially means this week. If they wait until the new year, it could be too late, as then the Democrats will have taken up their new seat and could block the process. Given this drama, it would make sense to keep a keen eye on Washington in the coming days, and if the cuts are not passed, we could see a fairly considerable sell-off. Our expectation now, however, given the intense political pressure on these lawmakers, is that something will get done, likely giving another minor boost to risk assets. Right, Brexit has been back in the news, and largely for the right reasons. The EU has now said that it's willing to go to the next phase of the negotiations after agreeing the terms of the divorce settlement. Strangely, however, sterling has been subdued, even somewhat weaker. Why could this be? Well, it could be the increasing realisation that this next phase of negotiations will be tough. Even tougher than the first phase, which in theory should have been relatively easy. Indeed, it is unclear to investors what exactly the position of the British government is, with numerous conflicting signals coming out of Westminster, meaning these talks are from the very outset on fragile footing. Some politicians want a complete break with the EU, Others want a very still close relationship, all of which leads to heightened uncertainty. Our base case is still for a soft Brexit, as it is the most economically viable solution, but we do not have a high conviction here. In fact, a complete breakdown cannot be ruled out. In this case, we would see a new election potentially and a Labour government coming to power, which in turn could mark the return of hard socialism unlikely to prove good from a business perspective. What does all of this mean for UK equities? Well, all scenarios are not really ideal. If we do see a soft Brexit materialising, this will mean strength in sterling and thus problems for the exporter-heavy equity market. On the other hand, if we see a scenario of a weaker currency, it might be initially positive, but this will unlikely prove lasting as the reason for this currency weakness would likely be a faltering of Brexit talks, with access to the common market at threat. So prospects for UK equities are not ideal currently. Okay, lastly, let's just once again highlight our main macro views as we head into 2018. In a nutshell, we still like equities going into the new year, and we have a number of reasons for doing so. For one, the global economy is in good shape. Leading indicators are still pointing in the right direction. And in contrast to other upturns, the bulk of the global economy is now growing at the same time. Consumers are providing a lot of the backbone here, 
But finally, we're also seeing some signs of investments coming to the fore as well. And if this continues, it should provide further juice to this cycle, while it could potentially also boost the potential growth rate of the global economy as well. Now, as the global economy fares well, this is also filtering into corporate earnings. And this earnings growth is also broad-based, the majority of sectors producing positive earnings growth and positive guidance, in particular the more cyclical parts, which again is a positive sign. At the same time, monetary policy also still looks relatively benign. In Europe, the ECB still has its dovish bias, so does the Bank of Japan, while the Fed in the US is treading carefully. And they have reasons to be careful. Inflation still remains subdued below target in many economies. In some, then, we still have the factors in place to be overweight equities as we head into next year. That's it from me. Have a nice week ahead and have a very fruitful 2018. Please go to nodiaprivatebanking.com slash podcast dash disclaimer to read a legal disclaimer applicable to this podcast. Thank you.